Lord, love you, made it to Friday, congratulations, but it is Groundhog Day in a way, in a Bill Murray sense, not in an actual <laughs> sense, because we are once again facing uh, an onslaught of snow right at the beginning of the morning uh, commute. Yes. So it's it. we had a dusting overnight, it's going to be slippery on the side streets, the lodge was pretty clear, was pretty but clear. one lane was kind of yucky, and yeah. mm-hmm. so you may need a little extra time. Watch out I for get... those shiny spots. Yes. It's well, not just wet, it could be black ice, so <laughs> be careful. And you don't want to find out the hard way. No, you don't. So we've been talking a lot about the fact that this the Lions are America's team, right? Mm-hmm. Bet Online started scraping data for hashtags on social media like hashtag one pride or hashtag Bill's Mafia. And they found out that, yes, indeedy, 26 states have the Lions being the most mentioned team. 26. You get over to the West Coast, yeah. obviously 49ers has, I think, about six states, with the exception of Washington State, where right, the I Lions are, you know, are top. The, mm-hmm. the Bills uh, in Wyoming, Colorado, and Montana, kind of up through the, the Rockies, it must be they. It's cold weather loves company, so they must feel an affinity for <laughs> Buffalo there. But other than that, it is nothing. When you look at a map of the United yeah. States, it's nothing but Honolulu blue and silver. Uh, Green Bay does get its own home state, none others. Wow. You know, Green Bay used to have kind of a national. They did following uh, the, the cheeseheads. Yeah, the Texans get only Texas and Louisiana. Uh, so, but the Lions right through the heartland. Out to Arizona, New Mexico, um, and uh, the Dakotas, Minnesota, you name it. And up in New, New England, uh, the, the Bills don't extend east of New York State. Everybody loves the underdog. I got to tell you, people are just have an affection uh, for this team, and they understand that we've, we've been waiting a long time, and we've <laughs> they, they, they've watched us suffer and at least a, yes. appreciate uh, that uh, that we're going to be there. Did you take your vitamins today? Do you, uh, you take a multivitamin? I do not take a multivitamin. I take vitamin C. I probably need to take a multivitamin. So uh, a new report, and the interesting thing is the study wasn't to confirm this, but it did. The, there was a study, uh, part of a, a, a much larger clinical trial, asking whether a daily multivitamin, a cocoa extract supplement, or both could protect against heart disease and cancer. What they found is that it postpones memory loss in older adults by two years. Fairly large study, 5,000 participants. Okay. That a multivitamin does protect you. And this was a a trio of studies that came to this conclusion. Uh, And it's been uh, published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. So it can't hurt. No, bottom line. And they got those little gummies now that are kind of... Tasty. And I for, if I forgot to take them, it's not helping me yet. Huh? That, but, <laughs> yes. What happens if you've already forgotten to take, take them? them? Right. Yeah. <laughs> then, then you, you need you need your uh, significant other to there leave a little note for you every day, there or you just go. to put them on your uh, on your plate uh, uh-huh. overnight next to the coffee pot. <laughs> um, we've got. Uh, it's, it's been long time coming, but it looks like the Wayne County Jail Complex. Uh, the, the, the county's finally going to get the keys sometimes. So. Yeah, Wayne County gearing up for the long-awaited move into its new multi-million dollar criminal justice complex, potentially operational this summer. After years of delays, officials expect to take control of the state-of-the-art facility from developer Bedrock Detroit in less than two weeks. The complex estimated at about 590 
$1.8 million will house a 2,200-bed jail, offices for the sheriff and prosecutor staff and administrative offices, along with the criminal courthouse and juvenile detention facility. Now, a 2018 deal with Bedrock involved construction oversight in exchange for ownership of downtown sites. The complex was delayed due to the pandemic and supply chain issues. The official turnover triggers a month-long move process with transition teams initiating phases like equipment testing before personnel and stakeholders transition. So it's been a long time coming. Uh, they're going to get that new uh, complex guy, and uh, they haven't talked about a name yet. Uh, there had been uh, inklings about naming it after our former uh, sheriff, uh, Benny Did Napoleon. Um, so <clears throat> that would be a nice tribute. I think that may happen. It hasn't happened yet. But as it stands right now, it's the Wayne County Criminal Justice Complex. Well, and it's a number of things in one. So if yes. you don't name the whole thing for Benny, you could certainly name part of it. There you go. Right. Right. The, the, that... the jail could be, na- or the sheriff's office in the jail could be named after Benny. you got the prosecutor's yeah. office that could be named after someone else and, you know. Juvenile detention, somebody else. We know that folks, uh, when they're rating political candidates right now, are pretty angry at Joe Biden for the economy. But when you ask them, are you financially better off, the majority of Americans are saying yeah. So they're not crazy about the economy. Mm -hmm. But today we may find out if they're warming up. The University of Michigan is going to release its consumer sentiment numbers uh, this morning. What time is that happening? Around 10 a.m. So it's outside our show, unfortunately. But um, economists surveyed by the Wall Street Journal suggested it will take another jump. It jumped 14% last month for December. We'll find out again the January numbers today. Uh, but uh, consumer confidence for the, from the Federal Reserve report saw its biggest one-month gain since March of 2021. People are starting to feel better about the economy. They are now accepting the fact that inflation is falling. Mm-hmm. They're accepting the fact that uh, the recession, it looks like we're going to get the soft landing um, I think they're still upset that their paychecks haven't kept up with inflation. Right, right. But they're starting to warm to this. Now, so the paperwork is starting to catch up with what's going on in the kitchen table? Yeah. The, it, it, our weather may not be thawing, but our attitudes towards the economy. And I'm not saying that everybody feels this right, way. Right, But in general, um, folks are beginning to feel a little bit better about that. Big ruling yesterday about life sentences. And this could open the door to many uh, criminals, convicted criminals in our correction system being freed early. Yeah, a significant decision by the Michigan Court of Appeals. It opens the door for more than 250 individuals serving life sentences to seek shorter terms. Yesterday's two-to-one ruling applies to a 2022 decision barring automatic life sentences for those who were 18 at the time of murder retroactively. John Poole, convicted at 18 for a fatal shooting in Wayne County in 20. 20- O two can now argue for a shorter sentence with probation opportunities. Now, the decision may impact others serving unconstitutional life without parole terms, allowing them to demonstrate rehabilitation. The state appellate defender office expressed gratification, emphasizing the chance for those like Poole to seek justice. Now, in 2012, the U.S. Supreme Court said anyone 17 or younger who is convicted of murder can't automatically be given a no parole sentence. In Michigan, the state Supreme Court subsequently extended it to anyone who was 18, but that question of whether it was retroactive had not been addressed at the time. So now it is. We uh, finally have a report on the Uvalde shooting uh, where so many young people lost their lives. No big surprises here, except there's a word that kept appearing, Lloyd, that I hadn't seen officially in the reports. And the word is courage, also cowardice. Yes. 
We hadn't, you, nobody had apparently felt comfortable using that word, this DOJ report. And it's a 575-page catalog of confusion, lack of courage, and it cost lives. This is Merrick Garland, the Attorney General. 33 students and three of their teachers, many of whom have been shot, were trapped in a room with an active shooter for over an hour as law enforcement officials remained outside. There was a lack of command and control. There weren't clean lines of command there. So there's systemic things, yes, but the bottom line was they were cowards. They were cowards and there were lives that could have been saved. Yes, and Kimberly Matarubio, her child was one of them. I hope that the failures end today and that local officials do what wasn't done that day do right by the victims and survivors of Rob Elementary, terminations, criminal prosecutions. Look, I, 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 who knows what was going through the minds of those officers when they arrived. And no one knows how they're going to react in a field of fire, right? Right. But the, the, the standard from now should be uh, not only that you go in and follow the normal protocols. If they'd done that, things would have been different. But you just assume that your child's in there. Mm-hmm. If you arrive at a scene with that in your head, it shouldn't be quite so hard. You run towards the to issue. hit that door. You run towards the problem and you stop. And then you breach. Exactly. You, you, you take them down and uh, take a lot of people with you. Stop the threat. Uh, when we come back, he is the voice of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Gene Deckerhoff. Uh, <laughs> you're going to love this guy. Uh, and He's got his take on how the Bucks are going to do what we should be watching for as fans. That's just ahead on JR Morning.